Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is Auto Line Daily for November 5th, 2010, Guy Fawkes Day. And now, the news. In a stunning announcement, General Motors says it could generate as much as $19 billion in pre-tax profits. It also says it could generate $16 billion in free cash flow. Bloomberg reports GM slashed its hourly labor costs from $16 billion a year to now only $5 billion. Of course, I would add that GM is about to do an initial public offering, or IPO, and wants to start selling stock again. So all this information it's announcing is just a sales pitch. It means they could hit these numbers if everything goes perfect. It does not necessarily mean they will hit them, but the numbers will be good and GM must be feeling pretty good about itself. The Detroit News reports it just started chartering private jets for its executives to use as they take their IPO show on the road. GM says its expense policy allows it to rent the jets for business purposes. Toyota also reported strong profits for the first half of its fiscal year. Over the last six months, the company racked up $3.6 billion in profits. That's much better compared to last year when it lost money, but it's not as good as other automakers have been reporting this year. And Bloomberg reports Toyota expects its profit to plunge 77% for the rest of its fiscal year that ends in March. BMW announced it will build a sports car with plug-in hybrid technology based on its Vision Efficient Dynamics concept for sale in 2013. It's a four-seat vehicle that uses a three-liter diesel and electric motor to power the front wheels and an electric for the rear. It's able to travel 50 kilometers, about 31 miles, on electric power only, and the diesel engine extends the range to 700 kilometers, about 435 miles. Fuel economy, it's 3.8 liters per 100 kilometers. That's about 63 miles to the gallon. It can go from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour, about 60 miles an hour, in just 4.8 seconds. Bloomberg also reports that the company will invest over half a billion euros to set up production of its all-electric megacity car. The four-seat vehicle will also go on sale in 2013. Speaking of electric, Chinese automaker BYD said it would start selling electric vehicles in the United States by the end of this year. <laughs> sure doesn't look like that's going to happen. In fact, according to Gascu, doesn't look like BYD will even be selling EVs in China anytime soon. BYD says the infrastructure in China isn't ready for electric. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nobody's infrastructure is ready. Sounds to me like some sort of excuse because their car is the one that isn't ready. Our friends at Autoblog are having a field day at the SEMA show, and we wanted to show you some of the coolest cars they uncovered there. Check out this 1969 RTRX Mustang from Von Gitten and the video game company Need for Speed. Von Gitten, as those who watch Autoline After Hours will know, is a drifting champion and was a guest on the show earlier this year. And while Pontiac may be dead, the Firebird Trans Am lives on, at least in the form of this Lingenfelter conversion based on the current Chevrolet Camaro. Looks like a pretty faithful version of the car, if you ask me. And who says hybrids have to look homely? 
Toyota's conversion and accessories group took a Toyota Prius and transformed it into this outrageous looking machine that seems to feature the ultimate in ground effects add-ons. Toyota says this shows the unlimited potential for sports car modification to its best-selling hybrid. And finally, there's this beautiful Corvette Z06X built by the wizards at Pratt & Miller. It comes with a full race cage, an adjustable rear wing, and all kinds of carbon fiber bits and pieces. It's a concept, but it's designed to go directly to the racetrack. And you can find a whole lot more about the SEMA show at the Autoblog site. You know, we saw a big political shift in the United States this week with the midterm elections. That is going to both help and maybe hurt the car industry. I'll show you what I'm talking about right after this. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. The midterm elections completely shifted the political landscape in the United States. So what's that mean for the automotive industry? Well, that's the topic on AutoLine Detroit this weekend. My guests for that show are Nolan Finley, the editorial page editor for the Detroit News, and Edward Lapham, the executive editor of Automotive News. Well, I think this election has tremendous impact on the in industry. If you take a look at what happened in the House with, with Republicans regaining the majority, regaining leadership in the House, uh, this Congress beat the automakers to death. They beat Detroit to death. We'll never forget the image of the auto executives being dragged before Congress and, and, and just Pilloried. Well, of course, pilloried by Republicans, largely. Republicans, Senator Shelby, who was reelected. But <laughs> now, if you look at who's at, at, at Michigan's clout in this new Congress, there's a possibility of four chairmanship, including the one that most affects the auto industry. Uh, that's Energy and Commerce that could very likely go to Fred Upton, who's congressman not, from Michigan. From, from Michigan, who is certainly not going to be a Henry Waxham when it comes to setting um, environmental policy and regulations from the auto industry. Uh, Dave Camp is going to be head of Ways and Means. You may have Candace Miller at Homeland Security, and you may have Mike Rogers at Intelligence. Those wait, 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 wait. Homeland Security, Intelligence, how does that improve? Well, they don't necessarily the affect the auto industry directly, but they give these members a lot of clout when it comes to deal-making on behalf of the, the industry. I think you see now an end of at least the legislative attacks on the industry in the House. Now, you look at the, the other aspect of this election, look west, while the rest of the country was moving more conservative, moving more Republican, California, as it will, went in an entirely different direction, elected Jerry Brown governor. I think Jerry Brown, much more likely than Meg Whitman to pursue a radical environmental agenda and continue California's relentless drive to be the place that sets the regulatory policy for this industry. You can watch that entire show on our website right now at AutolineDetroit.tv. But this brings us to the end of another week of covering the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Monday.